Hi, this is Morty Lefko with another edition of the weekly podcast, Conversations with Top Personal Development Bloggers. Every week we have a conversation with a blogger who has a slightly different take on personal development. There's so much valuable material being offered by personal development bloggers. This is the best place to find out which ones might provide you with just what you're looking for, what's unique about each blogger, why they started writing their blog, how their personal experiences inform their blog, why you ought to be reading their blog, and lots more. Today I have the pleasure to speak to Tyler Trevorin, and he has a a blog called Riskology. So welcome, Tyler. Good to speak to you. Ah, Thanks so much for having me. Where are you? uh, Where am I talking to you from? Where are you located? I'm up here in uh, sunny Portland, Oregon. Oh, okay. That's a good place. Uh, how'd you, how long have you been there? Uh, I've been in Portland. I've been in Oregon my whole life, but I've been in Portland for 11 years or so. Okay. I, I consider myself a citizen of the world. Okay. <laughs> That's a good way to do it. What was the impetus? Let's start at the beginning. What was your impetus to start your blog to begin with? Uh, there, there's a few, there's a few reason I, reasons I started Riskology. Uh, first off, I've just always been very interested in... Uh, psychology and understanding the reasons people do the things they do. Um, it was also um, it was also because I wanted a place uh, that was kind of a um, provided me some sort of assurance that I would do the things that I wanted to do. So it was an accountability measure for the things that I wanted to uh, do in my own life. And then third, and perhaps most importantly, uh, uh, I had been laid off from a cor- corporate job, and I didn't know what else to do. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so when did this start? When did you uh, start writing your blog? Uh, yeah, it all started in uh, June, well, technically May of 2000, uh, 2010. Okay. So, so just over four years now. Okay. It's relative, and you, you've built it up uh, to a pretty big following in just a relatively short period of time. Yeah, I mean, four years, and we have a we have a nice uh, we have a nice community of uh, of eleven or twelve thousand email subscribers, and roughly seventy eighty thousand um, visitors every month. So yeah, it's a, it's a nice little thriving community. Very good. Um, you said you've always been interested in, in human behavior. You have any particular background in personal development? Well, when you say, I feel like. I feel like the background is kind of everybody has a background in personal development to some to some extent, right? In the sense that if you think about how to live your life uh, and if you're intentional about it, then you you know that's going to manifest itself in some way, shape, or form, and mm-hmm. you know in the life you end up leading. Um, I don't have any like I never went to school for it. Uh, I studied architecture actually in uh, in college, uh, but ended up in ended up in construction. And uh, and then eventually, of course, uh, doing riskology and studying, you know, on a personal level, uh, psychology. So I don't have any uh, I don't have any letters behind my name, but I've just found that over the course of my whole life, that uh, you know, in any in any career, or any profession I was I was in, I was most interested in figuring out like the reasons behind the way people you know uh, did the things that they did. So. Mm-hmm. That was always just like kind of a driving factor for me. So when I had the opportunity, I decided that this was the direction I needed to go. Very good. Did you have you had any specific personal experiences that have been particularly useful in writing your blog? Uh, yeah, lots of them actually. Uh, for one, just figuring out uh, figuring out what to do after I was laid off. You know, that's kind of one of those uh, what do you call them a, a life changing experience? Mm-hmm. Kind of you know you get a. Every once in a while in your life, these these moments come along that are handed to you that you don't have necessarily uh, created for yourself, but they give you this immense opportunity. 
to uh, to do something different or to change something about yourself uh, and provide you know a lot of motivation to do it. Uh, but if you don't act on them quickly, everything goes back to normal and you kind of miss the opportunity. So having my uh, having my job uh, taken away from me was was kind of a big life changing experience. Um, I injured myself very badly in a, in a sporting event earlier in life that kind of forced me to rethink how I was going to, you know, for much of my youth, of course, I, th- I imagine like, like lots of uh, young people who are, you know, participate in sports think, well, I'll just become like a professional baseball player or I'll just, you know, right? Like, so uh, having, that, uh, having that injury kind of forced me to relook at, at what I was going to do with my talents um, you know, lots of relationships blooming and, and fading, you know, those moments have kind of, uh, inspired me to look at how I, um, how I live in those kinds of ways as well. Got it. Thank you. Is there anybody particular or, or several people who have influenced your, th- your thinking, any role models, any books you've read or courses you've taken or people you've, you've met? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, and I do have a lot. I do have, um, I don't spend a lot of time like reading the literature of people, uh, but I do look to uh, I, I look to a number of people in terms of their you know general philosophy. So, uh, Mahatma Gandhi mm-hmm. uh, is a big influence of me uh, influence for me. Uh, you know the peaceful sort of peaceful resistance kind yeah. of that that philosophy. Um, in modern times, um, you know uh, my friend Chris Killado who writes uh, chrisgillibo.com. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's done a lot. He's traveled to every country in the world, and his philosophy on travel and you know how to live a successful life has been uh, very inspirational to me. Um, at the same time, people like uh, Leo Babauta of Zen Habits, um, uh, Henry Ford. You know, I've, I'm always, I've always kind of been intrigued by his... Um, his passion for building systems for producing greater results. He was kind of a man that was very methodical, so I've, I've always kind of admired that. Those are kind of my some of my uh, role models. Very good. And, so, and two of them are personal development bloggers like you. Yep, exactly. Okay, good. Thank you. Um, well, you have a typical audience. Have you ever looked at any of your analytics to get a sense of male, female, ages, countries, etc.? So what, what kind of people would normally read you? You know, so I don't... I'm not the analytical type that looks at stats like on a regular basis and digs really deep into them. But actually, when I uh, when I rebuilt my website about a, about nine months ago or so, I went digging through my analytics just to see you know how things laid out. And what I learned was that probably about and interestingly enough, I think about we're we're to split about sixty percent women and forty percent uh, men. Which was surprising to me because I felt like because I was a man, I would probably attract more men because that's my personality. Um, but actually, we've attracted a pretty big audience of, uh, of women mm-hmm. at Riscology, which is great. I think it's fantastic, you know, that women, you know, uh, buy into this philosophy. Um, in terms of age, it's it's hard to say. I mean, we definitely have a concentration of you know, mid twenties to mid twenties to late thirties. But we also have like, I get emails all the time from people that say like, Hey, I'm 13. And I just like saw this article where, you know, like people are like, Hey, I'm 81. And (laughs) my grandson just showed me how to use the internet. And like, I found this article and wanted to talk to you about it. So I would say the the vast majority of them are, you know, are uh, younger, but we also have a, you know, 
uh, a community that spans all ages and from almost every country in the world that we've been to. Very good. Uh, what would you say is the essence of your message? If you had, if you had to summarize the all the sure. different blog posts, what's in common? What is it you're trying to communicate to people? What I'm trying to communicate to people is that you can live a smarter uh, life by having adventures, by taking risks, uh, by taking calculated risks. So my whole personal philosophy is, um, is that we're trying to perfect human behavior. At every moment of every day in your life, uh, you have decisions to make. And for each individual person, the right, there's, a, there's one right answer. So we're trying to refine at every single decision point in your life how to figure out what the right answer is. And my, uh, my philosophy uh, goes around uh, taking smart risks and understanding, you know, understanding odds and understanding uh, your, own personal, um, your own personal goals and your own personal uh, ideals to kind of figure out what those right moves in your life are. Okay, very good. How often do you post? I post twice a week, every week, forever is the goal. <laughs> um, do you accept comments uh, generally? I do, yeah, and in fact, we just opened uh, we just opened a um, a user forum for people to talk to each other. So not only do we accept comments, but we accept uh, discussions on all kinds of topics now. Mm-hmm. Very good. So, and, and you generally respond to comments yourself? Uh, yes, you know it's it's become increasingly more difficult to mm-hmm. respond to every single comment, but I still try to get in there and yeah, and talk to people. Yeah, I, I noticed the same. I. Did them all at one point, and when you get 20, 30 on, on, on any one or sometimes more, uh, yeah. I, I now try to answer the ones where there's a specific question or some confusion or some misconception uh, to clarify something. But the ones that just have uh, just want to say I liked it or I responded to it or something, uh, you're right. It's hard to get to all of them. Yeah, but every single one gets read. Oh, yeah. Uh, do, you, do, <laughs> do, do, do read them all. Uh, to the extent you're familiar with with uh, Chris and Leo and other personal development bloggers, what's unique about your blog? If you're trying to help people understand themselves better, be happier in life, uh, what, what's your unique take? Do you have a specific thing that you can describe as what's unique about the way you approach your blog? Yeah, I think what's unique about Riskology is that we take a pretty scientifically kind of data-driven uh, data-driven look at or our approach is very data driven so rather than uh, and it hasn't always been that way this has been a development so when Riskology first started it was kind of a way for me to hold myself accountable to these things that I wanted to do so I was posting all the time about uh, you know about my opinions and you know like I think you should live like this because this is my opinion well over the you know over time I've kind of like really narrowed down and started to really uh, really get into you know the fundamentals of psychology and, uh, and understanding, you know, how science uh, affects the, you know, what scientific principles affect the brain and decision making and habit building and all these things. And so we take a very, uh, we've gotten very, very serious over the years. And we take like a, a very psychological, uh, research-based, data-driven approach to, you know, we show up and we back up with our, you know, with our recommendations for why this is the right way to do this thing. Mm-hmm. Uh- so if you get into things like you know brain plasticity, I mean into into research like that, neuro, neuroplasticity, and this is the this is the direction I'm heading. So mm-hmm. like we're still very much uh, we're still very much learning about you know just psychology. So focusing on on social psychology and how people behave uh, with themselves and in groups and how they make decisions and how they build habits. Uh, the next step after that is definitely to start to get you know drill even deeper down mm-hmm. into 
you know, the actual, the actual functions of the brain to explain those things. So, yeah, yeah. it's kind of a long, long road to, you know, getting all drilling way, way down mm-hmm. into there. But that's the, that's the, uh, that's the direction. Yeah. I, I find that, uh, uh, I write something and then I discover something about science that explains why something I do works. Uh, you know, trying to understand if you do if you do X, Y will happen. No idea why, but it will. And then somewhere along the line, I read something in neuroplasticity or something like that will explain. Oh, here's what's going on now. I know what's going on. Yeah, and it's really it's really fascinating because in the world of science, there's always something new to learn. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's always something to explain the reason why something happens, but there's also uh, lots of conflicting opinions, and there's also plenty that is simply inexplicable at the moment. Right? We haven't we haven't figured out uh, what the answer is. So one thing that we do is we try to take very uh, take very seriously where we get our research from, uh, how we interpret that research to make sure that we're staying true to the you know to the um, to the intent of the, you know, the scientists that have put in all the time to find these results. And then just being honest as well. Like when, when we're trying to explain something and we don't know why it works and nothing we found explains it. So, you know, we understand this, if you do this and you get this results, but we don't know why yet. Okay. Can, can, I'm just sort of curious, um, uh, personally on, can you give an example of, of a particular bit of advice or something on psychology that you've, Presented based you know, on, the, on the science that's science based. Uh, sure, that you've written in the last you know few months. Yeah, so one that keeps coming to the top of my head uh, regularly because I found it so interesting is the difference between how men and women uh, make decisions in uh, under pressure. Mm-hmm. So there's you know there's kind of this prevailing uh, societal belief that men are better risk takers, right? Because they take more of them and they're more apt, you know, they're not as afraid of, you know, stepping out and taking a risk when they're not sure of what's going to happen. But what we've actually learned through a number of studies that have um, have kind of built this new body of knowledge is that actually men are no better than women and women are no better than men. What the difference is, is men are better at taking some kinds of risks and women are better at taking some kinds of risks. Based on how their, uh, based on how the chemistry of their brains make them make decisions in different situations. So, for instance, um, a woman is much better at making decisions uh, under pressure when the um, when the odds are uh, when the odds are low, right? Or sorry, when the um, when the risk is low, right? So, uh, women are actually they're they're more when the as risk increases. Women become more uh, women become more uh, careful and methodical in how they make decisions, um, but they are faster and more accurate when the risk when risks are lower. And men are actually the opposite. So men actually think less and act quicker when the risk is higher, but sometimes tend to uh, quarrel with themselves over uh, low risk decisions. Mm-hmm. So there's really no you know, you can we can put to rest, uh, you know, the battle of the sexes in terms of who's a better risk taker. It, in fact, you know, both are best, and to get the best results, you should probably work together uh, mm-hmm. most of the time. Oh, right. fascinating! Very, very interesting. Never, never was not aware of that at all. Yeah. Do you have a long-term goal for your blog? The long-term goal is just to reach as many people as possible, right? I think that what we're doing is, you know. 
is important. I think it's like it's personally helped me uh, improve my own life. So uh, my like my big hope only is that over the years we'll reach more and more people and hopefully uh, you know get people making better decisions and taking bigger risks and living you know bigger adventures. Got it. Uh, what would you say is the single most important thing you've told people that's made a difference in their life? Start really small. Start okay. Could you expand really, really, on that a little bit? Yeah. So. Um, I used to have a really long, drawn-out answer for that, and then I boil it all the way down to start really, really small. Because what I've learned for myself, uh, and what seems to be uh, proven over and over again, is that anytime you want to change something about your life, it can quickly become very, very overwhelming. You know, to make big changes, and so really the only way to get started and to head the right direction is to pick something very, very small and do it right away, because. Doing something really small both puts you in the mindset to make the change that you want to make, and it also uh, gives you a better odds of success, and success uh, uh, breeds confidence, and that confidence uh, is what propels you to make bigger and bigger changes over time. Got it. Oh, fascinating. Okay. Um, what's your mission in life, and how does writing your blog contribute to it? Do you have a mission in life? Yeah, well, you know, that's a good question. I often think about other people's missions in life more than I do my own. Um, my, my own mission in life, I think, honestly, is to spread the message of risk and adventure, mm -hmm. right? Making smarter decisions. So uh, my mission is to, I guess, like, rather than say my mission, maybe like one really fun, like, lifelong goal I want to achieve is to... Um, is to kind of build a new library of psychology specifically for decision-making, like for everyday life decision-making. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and, and your blog, so your blog would just be lots of articles on those topics that would that'd be the beginning of your library then? Yeah, so for the last four years, I've kind of written in a varied sense on many, many topics, you know, all based around, you know, making smarter decisions in everyday life to, you know, to, to get better outcomes. And just keeping doing that for the rest of my life, but then also, you know, building in a layer of, of organization to it so that it becomes basically kind of an encyclopedia for people who want to improve themselves. They can come and they can, uh, they can look up um, or they can type in something that they want to achieve and we can serve them all kinds of, of resources and results that specifically relate to this one goal that they have. So I want to like build like kind of the world's empire of of, you know, body of knowledge for, for every possible, you know, life achievement you might want to achieve. Okay. Sounds exciting. Uh, what else do you do uh, other than uh, have people read your blog? Are there any courses or books or workshops or coaching or anything you do with people who are interested in your approach? They read your blog and they say, hmm, I'd like some more, Tyler. What else yeah. do you offer? Well, so right now, the main offering outside of the blog is the community. So you can join, and that's free as well. Uh, you can join our community and start uh, and start building relationships uh, inside of our uh, inside of our little. We call it the Riskology Lab. Mm -hmm. It's a place where people go to talk about you know uh, taking smarter risks on a daily basis. Um, you can you can join the Riskology Lab for free. Uh, over the next year, we'll be building out a number of courses uh, specifically relating to uh, the content on Riskology. So how to improve your life and build you know, hard, useful skills in different areas of your life. So uh, we're going to focus on networking, specifically for introverts. So if you consider yourself an introverted person, 
we're going to sh- we're going to teach you how to network effectively, even if you know that's that that doesn't come naturally to you. Um, lots of things on creating small businesses that create you know small amounts of side income, um, stuff like that. You know things that you know the average person living their life thinks like, well, I could do a little bit better at this. We're going to start building courses for those things. Great. Okay. So uh, is there anything else you'd like our audience to uh, know about you or your blog that we haven't covered? You've covered a lot of different areas and all the things I specifically thought about asking, but is there anything else that I didn't ask or you didn't say that uh, you'd like people to know about you, your approach, your blog? Yeah, you know, we covered, uh, I think we covered the most important stuff. So here's just the fun tidbit about me. Uh, in February, I finished, um, I finished running a marathon on every, on every continent. And that, uh, and that quest was the result of a lot of personal development that I did just by uh, following a lot of the research that I found and wrote about on Riskology. Antarctica and Antarctica? On Antarctica, yeah. That was the last one in February. Holy smokes. What was the temperature up there? No kidding. Uh, it was actually a nice, warm 31 degrees uh, Fahrenheit. So. <laughs> 31, and, you're, and you ran 26 miles. 26 miles around a ship I ran. Holy smokes. I was Holy docked smokes. in a bay. Well, thank you. Thank you so very much for your time. Uh, this was fascinating, and I think that uh, I found uh, what you do and what you write about fascinating. I'm sure a lot of other people will, too. And the, uh, the website is, uh, be careful about this. It's Riskology, R-I-S-K-O-L-O-G-Y dot co, dot C-O, not dot com, dot C-O. And how did you get C-O? How did that happen? Um, because the other one wasn't available, so I got oh. C-O. <laughs> so that, that's from another country. But you wanted yeah. the word Riskology, right? I wanted the word Riskology because that's my essence. I got it. Well, thanks again, Tyler. I very much appreciate it. And uh, – uh, I'm sure that a lot of other people, as soon as they get this thing up, will find uh, your message, what you do, what you say, uh, fascinating also. Have a great day. Good to talk to you. You as well. Take care, Marty.